Super Talk Mississippi media production. Have you been seriously injured? Mama Justice is here for you. Our medical team partners with top-notch doctors, surgeons, therapists, and urologists, ensuring a comprehensive recovery journey. If you've been injured, call Mama Justice today. We're here for you. You're listening to the Rebel Report Podcast, where it's all Ole Miss all the time. Here's your host, Michael Borky. Yes, welcome in everybody to the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. Glad that you are with me. I know it's Georgia Game Week, but today's episode will be about basketball. We will do a live stream tonight, so we'll talk all kinds of stuff. Georgia Game tonight, as well as uh, again later on this week. But you did have the start of basketball season last night, and I want to talk a little bit about basketball with you because I, I do engaged on the the interaction and just the the reaction to last night's game an Alabama State game on a Monday night in November Ole Miss fans want to talk about basketball you guys are locked in and engaged on this basketball season so I figured uh, we'd talk about it with appropriate context of course it was Alabama State in November so if if you're looking for like sweeping takeaways that say things like, you know, this guy, this guy's a dude and this guy's awesome and the defense was great and, and no, you're not going to get that here. You can you can get that somebody uh, somewhere else because it was Alabama State in the first game in November. But there are things to take away, good things to take away uh, from what happened last night and also uh, not so good things too. And we'll get to that on today's edition of the podcast. If you are listening on the website, pull out your favorite podcast app, search Rebel Report, subscribe and leave a rating and a review. And follow me on social media, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, at Michael Borky, B-O-R-K-E-Y. And appreciate all the feedback that I get from you guys often, especially in my DMs. I appreciate all that and keep them coming. All right. So Ole Miss wins last night. They beat Alabama State. It was kind of a slog there for a little while, which, you know, is not... Not necessarily surprising. I kind of expected them to to blow them out from start to finish. But look, man, it it was the first game, in <laughs> it was the first game in a brand new system on a night where I know it's apples to oranges. But like South Alabama lost to Mobile last night. I mean, Michigan State lost to number four. Michigan State lost to James Madison last night. College basketball gets weird sometimes, and that game was weird for a little bit. Ole Miss missed a lot of free throws. More on that here. Uh, in a little while, but you know they won. They, they didn't cover the spread, but they they won by ten, and and that's really all that matters. It just uh, there's a lot of things that they clearly have to work on. Uh, there are also some limitations that I think people got uh, to to get a good glimpse of when it comes to scoring potential on offense. But th- there was too much overreaction, in my opinion, to like the actual result of the game positively and negatively, and, and I think the truth lies somewhere in the middle. Uh, to, to read too far into this result, I, I think, is a mistake. But they get the win. The Chris Beard era started at Ole Miss, and there, there were a couple of things that were noticeably different. But let's look at big picture first. That, to me, uh, last night, a Monday night, Alabama State, I may have said A&M earlier, Alabama State on a Monday night in November, and the the, the box score attendance is 6,100. It may not have been that many, but the student section was packed, 
And frankly, I thought the stands were more full than I would expect a Monday night against Alabama State to be, uh, regardless if that was game one for a new coach or not. And that stood out to me a lot. I think that you are already seeing, one, the student culture at Ole Miss is kind of changing anyway. Uh, the football student section uh, was really good this year in terms of like butts and seats and participation and all that. And so, you know, maybe that's carrying over to basketball. But I think what you've seen over the, the last few weeks and really since Chris Beard took the job is he gets it when it comes to program building. Because right now, Ole Miss basketball is not right now, like they're not equipped to make a deep tournament run, and that's okay. Nobody should expect them to. This this is year one, and year one was always going to be, at least I think, it was always going to be the most difficult year to have high-level success for Chris Beard at Ole Miss. This was always going to be a team that, uh, that you're going to experience some growing pains. I expect them to be competitive, more competitive than they have been uh, the last few years uh, under Kermit Davis, quite frankly. But this is a transition year, uh, for sure. Um, but the engagement that that you've seen from the top of your basketball program, you, you saw the fruit of that labor last night with a full student section, and all the students that stayed till the final buzzer got to go on the court and take a picture with the team. And I know that doesn't sound like much, but that matters to people. I, I was a college student once, and a lot of you were, as well. And I mean, I couldn't tell, like 19 year old me getting to go on the court like that after a game and take a picture with the coach after his first game would have really like resonated with me. I would have felt important. And, and it's so easy for students and lesser quote unquote people, the non-big donors to feel so unimportant when it comes to, you know, the, the way that schools kind of take liberties uh, with them. You see it in other places, not so much at Ole Miss right now, but the, the, the way he is approaching messaging and building is, is really impressive. And, and you saw that. I think all the season ticket holders got uh, a long video from him, you know, thanking, you know, just thanking them for their support and, and, and all that stuff. Just like, like a long personal video. Like I, on the way home uh, from the radio show last night, I, I had the, the game broadcast on and his pregame interview with Kellum. Uh, he he kind of had a similar message where he's like, "Hey, the, 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 these people, Ole Miss and Oxford, ha- have embraced me, and and they're supporting us so well. And now it's time for us to return the favor." I think is the the expression that he used. And um, look, it's it's Alabama State. You know, there's there's going to be lighter crowds when the students go away and stuff. But but I thought what you saw last night and the messaging around the program is is spot on. And that matters because when you're building a program, it's not going to be perfect right away. This season is not going to be perfect. They're they're going to beat somebody. They're they're going to beat somebody that they shouldn't beat this year. Like I, I will almost guarantee it. But they're going to lose games that are going to be frustrating. There's going to be nights where they they don't score a whole lot. They're, that's how year one is going to go. But more people are engaged with basketball at Ole Miss than have been in years, frankly. And a lot of that has to do with messaging. And so when you're nailing it like this in the transition year and people are buying in and supporting you, you're going to get more NIL money. You're going to have better atmospheres for recruiting. And then it's going to take off. I think that it is very clear that you have a coach that understands program building. And 
just little things like the picture on the court and the, the video message to season ticket holders and the things you hear about meetings that he's had with not even high-level boosters, just like kind of mid, even in one case that I heard, a low-level booster just like, hey, you know, my name's Chris Beard. Thank you for your support. I'd love for you to buy season tickets and donate to the collective because we need you, that kind of stuff. I've told you guys about that before. Um, that, to me, last night was far more important than how the team played because it was the first game in a new system, and it, they left a lot of points on the court in multiple different ways, and it's going to be a work in progress, and there are growing pains associated with that. But, man, I, I couldn't help but notice the full student section and an arena that had more people in it than a lot of SEC games uh, a year ago, and that is a direct result of uh, of the effort that has been put in to engage the fan base, unlike I've seen uh, a lot of times uh, with coaches that have come in and out of Ole Miss in years past. So that stood out to me the most last night, frankly. That's the biggest takeaway, in my opinion, is how it's obvious that messaging and an effort to engage the fan base is real, it's pointed, it's intentional, and it's working. So uh, we'll talk about the actual game. After I tell you that the podcast is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. Advantage Business Systems. Let's try that again. Check them out online. ABSMS.com is the website. If your business is located in Mississippi and you're in the market for office technology, anything from copiers and printers and mail machines to cloud storage, data security, IT projects, phone systems, whatever it is. If it's technology, if it's in the office and your Mississippi business needs it, check them out online absms.com. Tell them I sent you. You'll get a complimentary office technology assessment. The podcast is also brought to you by Priority One Bank. Let them make you their priority. they got 16 locations here in Mississippi, so there is likely going to be one in your backyard like there is mine. In fact, after uh, we hang up here, I'm going to have to go to my Priority One Bank location. I've got to uh, go uh, cash a check. And frankly, it's not one of those chores that I'm dreading. I've got to go inside for this one. Eh, hard to explain. Doesn't matter. Point is, I'm not going to have a bad banking experience because every time I go, it's easy, it's fast, and they make me their priority just like they will you at Priority One Bank. Okay, on to the game itself. Again, sweeping judgments after a game like this, I think, is a mistake one way or another. Like, oh, this team is great. The defense is elite. This guy's awesome and blah, blah, blah. I think that's too much. And then on the flip side, oh, the offense is terrible. They're not going to win any games. It, both of those things are, uh, are mistakes at this point. The offense, to me, looked more purposeful uh, than you've seen in the last few years. Now, shot selection at times, uh, I thought, was a bit of an issue. But you saw much more intent. It looked like uh, offensive sets made more sense. Possession, you didn't have like that three-man weave at the top of the key just to uh, create nothingness. I do think that the entry passes on pick and rolls, I mean, there, there are so many times where they're, they're running that, and, and for whatever reason, the entry pass just doesn't go. Uh, that frustrates the heck out of me, and you see that across all of, of college basketball. But things looked more purposeful and intentional and frankly I don't mean to to pile on the previous coach and staff um more calm things were more relaxed timeout usage was almost non-existent in that game I mean he Chris Beard really uh, just the total opposite when it comes to game management and mistakes on the floor and 
I mean, substitutions and, and timeout usage, it, it seems so much more intentional, uh, planned as opposed to emotion. And even though the game was close for periods of time last night, I, I think anybody that was watching that that product objectively could see the difference between what the the players were able to do during the course of the game versus last year and years before that as well, where every mistake was magnified and, and there were emotional decisions when it came, when it came to timeout usage and substitutions and uh, and things of that nature. We really just did not get that at all uh, last night. I, I mean, I. Uh, what was it, with eight minutes to go in the game and Ole Miss had used one timeout, something like that? I, I think it was just one timeout uh, with eight minutes to go in the game. I, c- I could be wrong there, but it, the, the the point is it felt a hell of a lot more intentional and, and purposeful when it came to uh, how Chris Beard approached the game, how he coached the game and, and handled uh, his players and, and handled his team. So that is uh, something that is definitely noteworthy. Some box score stuff uh, for what it's worth. Um, you had four Ole Miss players in double figures. Matt Morrell uh, led Ole Miss in scoring with 16 points. He was only one of eight from three, six of 18 from the field. So he was five of 10 from the field uh, and non three point shots at eight, excuse me, nine rebounds, a trio of assists as well. Um, I think the combination of he and Brakefield can and will play much better. Brakefield only had three points on one of ten shooting. Um, sometimes I think Matt Morrell like does this unnecessary kind of like fadeaway uh, stuff with, with his jump shot, and I noticed a little bit of that last night. But one thing, if you're looking for positive spin, you can take away is those two guys can play much better than they did last night. So. You know, the offense was kind of a slog, and look, they were 25 of 68, which is uh, 37% from the field. They were 24% from three, and there are going to be nights where offensively they're they're just going to be like that. I don't think they're as bad uh, shooting the basketball as they looked last night. Again, I, I think that you know that Brakefield and Morrell are both better than they looked last night, especially Brakefield can be a lot more productive against better teams because you've seen it. Uh, before. So if you want a positive takeaway, uh, that is one for sure. Um, Jalen Murray had 15 points on four of 10. He made a pair of threes as well. Flanagan, I I really like his game. Uh, He is, uh, he had what, 15 and 12. Uh, Did have a few turnovers, but made up for it with three steals. Um, He's active. He's athletic. You can tell he's played a lot of basketball uh, he's going to be kind of a firecracker uh, for this team. He's He strikes me as the guy that's going to be like the energy guy. Uh, he and Caldwell, uh, who also had 15 points off the bench, he he is going to get a lot of minutes. He played 30 last night. That's uh, He's going to play a lot for this team. Uh, he, he's active. He, he's uh, The firecracker, I guess, is the phrase I'm going to be using today. He was one of those guys uh, as well uh, for Ole Miss last night. Um, the, the glaring, the, the biggest glaring issue is they were 12 of 25 from the free throw line. Uh, I mean, you're going to lose a lot of games on the back of that. I mean, they missed 13 free throws last night. And, uh, I mean, that that's kind of what kept Alabama State in this game was Ole Miss couldn't make their free throws. But uh, their assist-to-turnover ratio was good. They only had eight turnovers on the night uh, to 13 assists. They had six steals, were active defensively. Uh, I mean, we'll see if this can translate to, to better opponents. But, 
All in all, I mean, look, they win. They didn't shoot it particularly well. I expect more from Brakefield and Morrell than you got last night. Really liked what I saw from Flanagan and Caldwell to be kind of energy guys. Uh, I feel like this team is going to have to generate offense uh, from transition. Uh, defense is going to have to turn into offense uh, for this Ole Miss team. And uh, they're certainly capable, at least I think they are, of uh, of doing that. So anyway, it's 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 one game. It, it's one night. A, a successful night, though. Uh, you win your season opener. The Chris Beard era is here. They're back in action again on Friday. And uh, interested to see what adjustments they make offensively. Maybe shot selection improves a little bit. And uh, you would love to see them shoot better free throws, but active defensively, uh, Sharp's length is is just hilarious to me, honestly. It is uh, – <laughs> when he gets in the huddle uh, with other really tall basketball players and towers them like they're a classroom of toddlers, it just uh, – it cracks me up, man. But anyway, you know, just – Successful night, they win, move on. Uh, things looked different and intentional, and uh, Ole Miss basketball is here. So there are some thoughts on that. We'll do a live stream tonight, talk a lot of football for the rest of the week, and um, I'll see you guys tonight. Have a good day. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.